This is Saturday Morning Mysteries. And we're your hosts, Alexis and Grace. Good Saturday morning, everyone, and welcome to Saturday Morning Mysteries. We're your hosts. I'm Grace. I'm Alexis. And we are back for our second episode of The Amazing Chan and the Chan Clan. Um, it's been already a journey. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Week one was intense. Yes, more uh, intensity, shenanigans, surprises, children to come who knows lots of Um, children yes Mm. uh and this week alexis will be telling us um uh about this crime solving family Mm. so i will just i have nothing else to add but i will pass it to you because i just i because you know it's the show's just wild journey it's wild i have so many things i love it so much but it is also like classic 70s like lawless animation in the sense like they were they were playing it fast and loose with a lot of stuff like continuity (laughs) errors and shit but it makes it that much more enjoyable agreed uh yeah so this this week's episode we're going to join the chan family the entire clan of 11 humans and a a dog cat mop pet uh <laughs> as they enjoy a hawaiian vacation oh fun yeah fun perhaps on the big island so weekend with dad in oh hawaii God. random trip for like feeding 11 and housing lodging 11 but humans also fun though hawaii. because that's where the original actual human yes. being came from yes true it's and actually this, from there that inspired and this Charlie is, Chan. This is episode three of the season two. Oh, cool. So it was like early on. So they're like doing that early callback or that Love early it. on nod to let you know. Yeah, pretty quickly in the show cool. uh, who this guy is based off of. And he's full on detective in this episode. This oh, classic, cool. classic detective mystery. So let's get into it. We've got the whole Chan family. They're enjoying this lavish, luxurious resort on, okay. we'll just say, the big island and pretty much all of the kids and Choo Choo, uh, except for Henry and Stanley. So the two oldest, everyone but them, they're all out on the beach. They're playing, they're surfing, they're swimming, enjoying all of these, you know, amenities right outside of their mm. resort grounds. But meanwhile, inside of the resort or the hotel, Stanley and Henry, they're leaving their room when they see their father or think that they see their father the one and only Mr. Charlie Chan, world mm-hmm. world's greatest detective, so we will <laughs> speculate about him. They see him getting onto an elevator. And as they're leaving their hotel room, they're like calling out for him like, hey, dad, wait up. But their dad doesn't stop. He kind of looks at them and then like runs onto the elevator, huh. and it closes, and he goes away. But meanwhile, as the boys, Stanley and Henry, are like questioning huh he must not have heard us wonder what that was all about we see a hotel maid run out of a nearby room claiming that mr chan has just stolen very valuable black pearls from the hotel room of some ms kingsley the room that the maid was just cleaning Uh so she's yelling like stop him stop that man he's a thief and she immediately alerts the authorities and takes them right to mr chan (laughs) Okay. And Henry and Stanley see all of this going down. Uh-huh. So the authorities and this maid and the hotel manager, 
they make their way to the beach and they find Mr. Chan there sitting, you know, like he's lounging in a chair. He's got a fedora on. He's not, I thought it'd be hilarious. No, he's actually, he's got like trunks on and a robe, um, (laughs) like a white robe and like a fedora still though, I'm pretty sure. He's just like sitting out on this nice beach chair, just watching his brood swim and (laughs) surf. I'm going to keep calling them. It's, it's so kids, funny. man. It's, it's so, so accurate. <laughs> yeah. The and they're out having it. fun. Uh, and he's, you know, he's just longing, remembering the days back when the family was whole, when Miss Chan would also be <laughs> on vacation the with them before the divorce. <laughs> yeah. When I, when I wrote this, I was speculating that she died maybe, but I like your divorce <laughs> option better and that these are just weekends with dad. <laughs> um And then all of this, you know, these deep thoughts that he's having while enjoying this vacation, they're interrupted when a police officer and the manager and the maid ask him, like, dude, what do you know about these black pearls that just got stolen? She says she saw you steal them. So Mr. Chan, he's like, "Um, I've what? Go ahead. Benefit of having 10 kids. You always have at least 10 witnesses for your alibi. Boom. Boom. Eh, Yeah. So Mr. Chan, he tells everyone he's been sitting right there on the beach all afternoon and that he knows nothing about the stolen pearls. And Flip, as you described last week, he's like always trying to get right in the middle of these investigations and like super eager to help his dad out. He's like the fourth youngest or something, I think. He's somewhere in that line on the younger side. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Flip, he rushes to his dad's aid and tells the officer, the police officer, that his father would never do such a thing and that the maid must have gotten something confused. But the officer tells everyone that the maid has witnesses to support her claim. So I know it's it's like, yeah, yeah, he does have 10 kids. Eight of them arguably maybe saw him on the beach, but the oldest two, the most reliable, Stanley and Henry... They say that they saw their father getting onto an elevator only minutes earlier. Oh, damn. And he was rushing away from the room that the maid said was burglarized. And they mentioned that he didn't respond when they called out his name. Damn, they're throwing the dad under the bus immediately. No and questions asked. Flip gets pissed. Flip and like, um, I think Susie. No. Uh-huh. The Who oldest knows? girl, yeah, Alice. Susie, uh, Susie thank you. Alice even even have Alice, Alice is like the maid from the Brady Bunch. Yeah. I don't know. One of these kids. I'm thinking of Anne. Sorry. It, so it is Susie, but I'm getting her mixed up with Anne. Whatever. Okay. Her and Flip. A few of the kids are pissed that Henry and Stanley are throwing Mr. Chan under the bus. Yeah. Because at the same time, Henley and Stanley like know that their dad would never steal anything, let alone precious gems from some rich lady's hotel room. So it's very uncharacteristic of him. But they're also like, but we can't lie to the cops. Like, we saw you. We saw you. It's circumstantial evidence, but like, eh. Anyway, Mr. Chan, he now sees that some sort of mystery is clearly afoot. He's like, ooh. (laughs) <laughs> oh, thank God. I was just getting stressed out on this weekend. I needed I needed some work to do. I needed a work, work vacation. Uh, so he agrees to go down to the police station with the local officer, plea his case, and perhaps even work with them to help them figure out who the real mm. culprit is, who really stole these black pearls. But, of course, while Mr. Chan is away, a.k.a. locked up and under police interrogation... <laughs> uh-huh. 
the kids, they don't care about any of that. They're not, you know, whatever. They're like, now, how do we circumvent the law and undergo an investigation of right. our own? Moments after they were like, we must respect the law and tell the truth. Yeah. Only when it's our law. Exactly. They're like, all right, dad's in jail now. Fuck the cops. Let's go. Let's find <laughs> this guy. We're not going to wait on their investigation. Yep. So all these kids, they're innocent or they're certain that their father is innocent. So they're like, all right, let's all kind of like, I guess, break up or let's keep on doing what we're doing, you know, on our resort Mm -hmm. excursions. However, on the side, we're all going to like look into different culprits Mm. here who may be at fault. So we're going to break this up, the rest of this episode, essentially Uh into four. That's like the backdrop. That's how our mystery gets started. And we're going to split up each group's investigation because otherwise it would be way too hard for me to like- Jumping around. Exactly. There's a lot of jumping around and it's easier to just tell them all as like one linear investigation versus another and another and another. And I'll ask you at the end who you think gets it right in their investigation. So- The first group is uh, Susie, Alan, Anne, and Tom. So kind of like the like the middle schoolers to low teenagers, yeah. You know, like the maybe Seventh fifteen, grade. E- exactly, Seventh yeah. Like the fifteen year old to the like eleven or they're like twelve year old, maybe yeah. something like that range. So oh, and also Choo Choo, of course, Choo Choo <gasps> okay, yeah, joins Choo-choo. them. Great. Um. So this group. They have decided on their nice resort weekend with dad in Hawaii to go for a nice boat ride and a scuba excursion. Cool. Um, hilariously, Tom, the youngest in that group, is like the one driving the boat to <laughs> like the resort was just like supervision. Here you go. Yeah, here, here, here you go. Here's your engine. Do you know, do you know how to work this thing? Cool. Yeah, yeah you'll be we all right. You. And you said yes. They like how, they have like all the scuba gear and stuff too. So like I guess they're certified and everything. <laughs> like no big deal. Wow, resorts are truly so, all inclusive. They are. Mr. Chan, he, you know, he pays all the expenses. He doesn't mm-hmm. care. I'm telling you, this guy, he he's got a good gig, I think, as yes. a poor hire investigator. <laughs> he goes around the world working for the wealthiest, biggest governments. For anyway. Sure. So this this first group, they're out on the water, riding their boat, talking about who may be impersonating their dad. But all the while, we also see two bigger, dark-haired men in scuba gear on the beach talking about stashing some bag of something underwater where mm-hmm. no one will find it. And one of the men, he like puts his mask on and he starts walking into the beach to just swim out, I guess, and like Mm -hmm. scuba right from the beach down, whatever, to hide this bag of whatever he's got. Mm -hmm. And the kids see him. And it's not until after he puts on his mask, though, that they're like, oh, I wonder, is that dad? It kind of looks like dad. Yeah, they're like, interesting. But even if it's not dad, because he did just get arrested, so actually he shouldn't be here. That looks like someone who could be impersonating our dad Mm. because he's maybe the same size, but otherwise we can't see anything about his face or whatever because he's in a full on scuba Scuba gear. (laughs) Yeah. But for some reason, they think this guy could be impersonating their dad or that it is their dad. Regardless, they decide to also throw on their gear and get on in the water and follow this guy. Because it'll either be like, hey, dad, what's up? What you doing here? Or they'll catch a criminal. Either option. Or cool. they'll For these, see like, a fellow vacationer. <laughs> Just yeah. scuba diving. Minding their own damn business. Him. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Any of these 
could happen. Yes. So meanwhile, though, the scuba diver's accomplice, who is still on the beach, he sees the chance kind of like steer their boat around to follow Ooh. this guy and dive in after him. And he's like, oh, it's those Chan kids, which they hilarious. So like they're known, they're famous <laughs> either because their dad is famous or because they've been getting into so much trouble around this resort that like <laughs> all the guests are like, oh my God, those fucking oh, Chan kids. Fucking kids. Oh, so annoying. Ah. Ruin my dive. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, this guy who's still on the beach, he recognizes them and he says he'll keep those kids off of his back, like off of his accomplice's back. The Chans, though, this group of kids, they're following this man underwater for quite a while. Like they're just swimming on after him Mm -hmm. and they see him swim behind this like large rock structure. And as they swim closer to this rock structure, um out pops this like monster of sorts aka like just a man in a grass skirt with this massive tribal mask on and he's got like um webbed gloves on or something (laughs) just making this really off-putting gargling and like gurgling sound as he's chasing after them yeah and um like a classic 70s animated chase scene ensues but underwater, you know. Fun. Uh, and so the kids, they get back to shore. They swim right back to shore, leaving Leave their the boat, boat just out in okay. the middle of the ocean, I okay. guess. Yeah. They no go bid. straight to the beach. <laughs> they throw off their gear. <laughs> cool. Mr. Chan is going to have a wild bill. It costs so much say. extra. What room are you renting the boat from? Okay, for thirteen for whatever. Good to Perfect. Know. Good to know. <laughs> oh my god! Because then he has to like pay for the other boat to go get that boat, and the person who like is being paid also, to then get out of the gear? boat and drive it back. Oh, yeah, dumping it on the beach. They just leave it on the beach. Yeah, they just like <laughs> toss it off. They're sitting under a tree, just like what the fuck was just chasing us, man? What was that thing? Which obviously it was the scuba diver who you were just following. Like you literally followed him to that rock, and then he popped back out and scared you. Um, so anyway, I, I think they kind of know that, but they're like more so like, why did he just do that? What the fuck yeah. is going on? So they're very suspicious of this mystery, mysterious scuba man and his accomplice, okay. who, again, were saying that they had something to hide underwater mm-hmm. in this nondescript bag. Okay. So that's essentially group one's investigation in this okay. episode Got or it. harassment, whichever way you want to look at not go very far got it no no but we've got the scuba divers uh as you know suspects for some reason so group two group two is henry and stanley of course our two oldest Mm -hmm. the two like full-on teenage boys who are always you know driving around the chan van and whatnot so after low-key getting their father arrested for yes. ratting on oh, him. Oh, right. I forgot already. Yep. Yeah, don't forget about that. They're they're still kind of in the shitter for that. Exactly. Henry so Henry. They do. Watch out. They uh <laughs> these two meet up in the resort lobby. And Stanley suggests to Henry that the bellhop, the resort's bellhop, may be a prime suspect. And Henry kind of like looks over at the bellhop and agrees, saying that, you know, he and their father have a similar frame 
in oh, height. Okay. Like, you know, the bellhop's a little stockier and he's a little taller, kind of like Mr. Chan. Mm-hmm. And he says that pretty much just like throw on a fake mustache and like the hat and the suit and like, yeah, I, I could I could see that working. Okay. Sure. So Stanley tries to set up this whole trap to interrogate the bellhop. Because another one, like you mentioned it last week, that one of Stanley's things is like, he is the jokester. He's always pranking. But exactly. He is also like the resident master of disguise. Actually, I don't know if you can call it a master of disguise because it's like (laughs) the worst costumes ever. Disguise Um, enthusiast. Exactly. He he likes to think that he's really good (laughs) at disguising himself, but he truly is not. And it always just annoys the hell out of Henry because it like wastes time with him putting on these ridiculous costumes. Very accurate. And like, they also have a time pressure. They're the ones who got their dad in jail. They, yeah, they got to work twice as hard as the other kids right now. Right. Exactly. No time to, no time to F around. So Stanley dresses up as an old man and is like, oh, I know I'll fool the bellhop, but it literally immediately fails. Like as soon as he walks up yeah. to him, the bellhop's like, oh, good afternoon, Stanley. You doing any surfing? This <laughs> <laughs> and Stanley's just like, oh, good, good eyes, good eyes. And they like run the fuck out of there, That's like book it out of there because they're like, oh, shit, he might be on to us. I really like so- that just because usually like obviously in cartoons, like the costumes are so blatantly obvious that you're like, all right, come on. How do you not recognize yeah. this? So I like that they were like, yeah, and of course you Dude, fucking see that as one of these on. kids. Put a pin in that. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> I spoke too soon. I'm sorry. Give me like three more lines and then we'll be <laughs> laughing all over again. Okay, 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 okay. So- Yes, Henry and Stanley, maybe a few more than three, but yes, put a, put a pin in that. Uh, Henry and Stanley, they're booking it out of this resort now because they think that the bellhop may be on to them because Stanley was just a complete idiot in that costume. Mm-hmm. But while they're running off the resort grounds, they're stopped by the same masked grass skirt wearing monster man that was chasing group one the first group of kids underwater so this man also like breached or whatever and then just started (laughs) chasing chasing whomever whatever chan kids he could find okay land. so and also the land chance chance. (laughs) (laughs) by land or by sea the chans are everywhere we'll be there (laughs) um so Henry and Stanley, they outrun this monster man going like all around the resort grounds. And mm-hmm. they start to speculate that whoever is in that costume chasing them is some accomplice of the bellhops. Okay. So as a result of this romp around the resort ga- grounds being chased all over the place, Stanley and Henry happen upon a luau. And they obviously weren't invited to this one. So they're like peeking into it from <laughs> behind some like bushes, like wondering uh-huh. what's going on there. And they see the bellhop is there. He's among oh. the party goers. Okay. He got there very quickly. All the or maybe Stanley and Henry were just being chased around for like an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no one is helping them as they're being chased by this giant There's mass like fucking man. Chan kids. Oh god, they're all over the place. Land and see. <laughs> I didn't see. <laughs> oh, oh my God. So anyway, Henry wonders why the bellhop is there. And Stanley is like, don't you get it? Like a luau would be the perfect place to meet an accomplice after stealing some shit, hmm. which like, I'm not so sure about that. Maybe I, I can think of better places, yeah, but okay, whatever. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but cool. 
And Henry is like, eh, good point, but we need to get in closer to investigate. So Stanley, again, is like, oh, they'll never, they'll never recognize me in this costume. No. He dresses up. Um, it's like a cross between the, like a flamenco dancer, flamenco dancer and like okay. the Chiquita banana woman, <laughs> like on their logo where he has like that headpiece with all the fruit, but like the very wavy, like flowy, frilly red pants, but also like a bikini top. Like with like, top. Yeah. I, 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 with like, yes, with like the boob padding. <laughs> And he, like, has, like, a little added, like, wig, like, ponytail bun or whatever and, like, heels on. Oh, my God. And he's, like, talking like this. (laughs) Stanley was just a drag queen in the 70s and didn't have the name for it. He was, exactly, he's trailblazing, man. He's a trailblazer. Um, So Henry strongly advises against Stanley going in, like, (laughs) Yeah smart <laughs> but stanley ignores him and makes his way right oh, on into the luau and he's like shaking his his hips while he's walking it <laughs> and um let's un let's take out that pen out. that we put in earlier when i complimented <laughs> the writers the bellhop looks up and sees him stanley walk uh-huh. in and the bellhop, I didn't mention this before, but he's like dancing with a woman. Like they're slow dancing on the dance floor, oh, no. enjoying this luau. The bellhop looks up and sees Stanley walk in and he's like, wow, throws his fiance to the side. <laughs> yeah, by the way, we it's find like, out this is like their engagement oh, party. You just see like the, it's like the pink background and like stars <laughs> in his eyes, just like slow motion. <laughs> Stanley is just shaking yeah. his hips. So this guy, he's like, "Wow!" Throws his fiance to the side and runs up to Stanley, like, "Aloha, cutie. How about you and me dancing?" He's like shimmying <laughs> as he says it. And Stanley obviously accepts, like, oh, oh, of course. So these these two start dancing. They're, like, slow dancing, whatever, enjoying the luau, like, this nice um, ukulele music. (laughs) And the bellhop's fiancé comes up to him and, like, turns him around and is like, well, this engagement's off. He, like, throws the ring off and, like, throws it at him. Yeah, and correct. the bellhop's like, eh, easy come, easy go. Like, I got my new piece. What, what do I care about you? But he, tur- <laughs> but he turns around, and Stanley is also run away. Oh, I guess Stanley's shit. like, oh shit, I'm not cut out for this. All right. Well, they uncovered one mystery of a scumbag. So a scumbag, yeah. So okay. the bellhop, whether he's guilty of impersonating Mr. Chan or not, Unclear. we at least know that he is a scumbag, <laughs> at least, and so. On their way back to the car, Henry says, like, God, see, I knew I knew that this would be a waste of time. This was just like his engagement party. He's not trying to meet with some accomplice. Uh-huh. And Stanley hilariously is like, oh, I don't know. It wasn't a total loss. And he, like, holds his hand out. I'm engaged. <laughs> well, he's, like, the ring. The ring. <laughs> well, so, the also, ring. now Stanley's the thief. Like at the very yes. least, the bellhop's gonna want to return it for that money back. For the money, like you know, he's not making a lot. Yeah, he's a bellhop. 
he's super exploited uh yeah nope nope stanley's got it he's got it and he's very happy he's like (laughs) smiling i mean it's hilarious you'll you're gonna crack up when you watch it the writing it's amazing anyway so meanwhile while they're they've been literally ruining some man's engagement (laughs) literally ruined that woman's life her family's life like yeah the bellhop it's do you know how like that's a destination wedding we're talking about her whole family (laughs) had to fly all the way out to hawaii this is a big luau like there were a lot of people there they had a band playing oh my gosh anyway so while this while the chans were doing this mr chan has been released from jail okay and he makes his way back to the resort so he was able to talk through with the with the police officers or whatever prove his innocence at least enough to enjoy the rest of his weekend with his kids okay and he immediately meets up with henry and stanley and as the costume no, no. Okay. He's back in his normal clothes. <laughs> his normal clothes. Got it. Uh, he, honestly, though, Mr. Chan wouldn't question it. Yeah, he, he wouldn't. Like, even I blink. told you guys not to look into this investigation. He would already know what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, God damn it again! God. What did you find out? Anything? Anything of yeah, use? Anything good? Oh, you're engaged. Cool, cool. We Great. gotta get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. Great. Thanks for throwing Quick. me in jail. By the way, I'm <laughs> yeah. oh, glad that this is what you've been doing. Literally, my only kids who are like of legal age and who could have I've come down partying. to the station to do something <laughs> about me being arrested are breaking up engagements and partying. Cool, <laughs> yeah, great. cool, cool, cool. We're never getting um, back to this revolutionary resort. being revolutionaries in like the drag industry. Yeah, community. yeah. we're gonna get blacklisted from Sandals Resorts from here on out. Thanks, <laughs> thanks. Thanks. Um, so the three of them, they're making their way back up to the room, Mr. Chan and Stanley and Henry. And as they're getting off of the elevator, again, we see the same maid from before. She's frantically shouting in the hallway, like with a room, you know, a room door open behind her saying mm-hmm. that she's just seen Mr. Chan yet again in that hotel room, Girl. stealing more jewelry. Yeah. From the, the same police- room? Not the same room, okay. the room that she was just cleaning, though. Like oh, she opened oh, up a door, it. and they actually do show it uh, in the episode. Like she opens the door, and he's like in there, like rifling through shit, and then like jumps <laughs> out the window. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and the police quickly arrive, and she tells them this. Okay. But then it's like, dude, he just got off the elevator, and you're saying that he, this Jumped man, no, of- no offense, Mr. Chan, but you're saying that this guy jumped out a window and not the no original two minutes later. Honolulu detective did jump, he would, get thrown out a window and then on, on his feet. And on his feet. They're on the third floor in this one. Okay, well, he did the second, so nope. You know, but <laughs> that extra floor, it wouldn't happen. Couldn't nope, happen. Nope. Impossible. So Henry and Stanley, they took a, take a look around the room. And they run over to the window to see if any, you know, there are any clues there. But when they look out of the window, they see who they think is the culprit getting into a car and like speeding off. Okay. And so they decide to chase him. So they run out of there and get into the Chan van. Um, which also, by the way, like there is no real confirmation that this car is the culprit. It's just a car that happened to be kind of like speeding Pulling off when out. they looked out of the window. Okay. Circumstantial evidence at yeah. best. Like, but okay, I guess chase them if you want. Okay. So the two boys, they get in the Chan van and they follow this car throughout the city. 
and they're like changing the van into mm. very transforming it into like various <laughs> vehicles. Like I think a guided tour bus is what they settle on. Okay, interesting. And the culprit's car then drives towards a volcano. And Abdi, the boys follow because okay. they can't shake the mystery. And so they're like driving up this very narrow, winding dirt road up to the top of a volcano. Safe. Again, changing the Chan van with, with their Chan. The Chan plane. Chan, Chan, Chan. <laughs> so somehow throughout this chase, though, they go from being on the top of a volcano to driving on the beach. Um, so maybe this is the culprit because why else would he be like trying to shake them and driving through all these random places? I don't know. But as they're driving on the beach in the Chan van, this massive like rogue wave comes in. Oh shit. Somehow right on to shore and crash crashes into um Henry and Stanley. Uh Uh-oh. But just in the nick of time, they execute Chan plan number two, which turns the Chan van into a submarine. Nice. Thus saving Stanley and Henry from an untimely death. Yeah, for Um, real. That would have never been traced because there's an ocean dead. And they're done. No, all those tracks, all those tracks would have been washed away, (laughs) gone. Uh, They didn't say where they were following this guy. They just said, let's follow him. So no one knows. No one would know. Thank God. Who was it? Alan made the Chan band. Thank God he allowed it to turn into a submarine. Tom Allen. Anyway, Stanley and Henry, after they like survive by the skin of their teeth, (laughs) take a moment. They're like, okay, let's not chase him for a second. Let's just like catch our breath and thank God that we're alive. Yeah. and unfortunately, though, the culprit does get away. So the car keeps, like, driving off mm. on the beach. So that ends Stanley and Henry's investigation. Okay. Group three. Uh, and then there's only one group left after this, <laughs> I promise. And it's Mr. Chan himself. So Ooh, okay. three, yes. The kids, the young, young ones. We've got Flip, Nancy, Mimi, and Scooter. Okay. So all of the, like, 10 and unders, essentially, okay. or 11 and unders, whatever. They're hanging out, playing tennis at the resort's tennis courts. So, like, also, I love how each, all of them are, like, doing different things on the resort grounds. Yeah. Like, oh, we're going to go scuba diving. I mean, oh, like, we're going to, like, run around the grounds. Oh, we're going to go to the tennis courts. Yeah, dude. Lavish vacation. You're Mr. There. Chan spares no expense. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And if, like, we run into clues, I guess we'll look at them. All right. While we're here. Yeah. So they're at the tennis courts. They're sitting on a bench discussing who may be impersonating their father. But as they get ready to leave and find the culprit, hilariously, Nancy, I think, has just like accidentally stepped through two tennis rackets. (laughs) What? That's like, oh, she does. I don't know. Earlier, earlier, we just see her. You know, we're going to we're going to give Nancy some justice here. Okay. Okay. She doesn't do anything. So we're just going to describe as much as we can of Nancy because I feel bad that they literally just wrote her as like she's always eating and breaking things. You know what? Yes, she is. But we're going to say it. We're going to say it with pride. We're gonna Earlier in this episode, she's like sitting on the beach, just like eating a whole pineapple, like and it's like chopping it up and just eating it until like a bird like steals it from her. <laughs> and then now she just like you just see her standing like each foot is through a tennis racket the tennis rackets are like around her ankles it doesn't it doesn't show her break them you just hear like a commotion and the camera pans to her and she just has tennis rackets around her ankles oh nance oh no nancy girl 
<laughs> okay. Uh, can relate though. <laughs> um, so anyway, the kids are getting ready to leave to find the culprit, but they look over and they see their father walking towards the tennis courts. But they're like, is that dad or is that the impersonator? Because like he's supposed to be in jail right jail. now. Like they don't realize that he's been released yet. Mm. So they think he's the impersonator. And they again, Mr. Chan's bill is about to go up. Oh, no. They rip the net off of the tennis court. <laughs> They've already run it rackets. <laughs> True. Two rackets in a net. What is it? Nah, at all. <laughs> pennies at this point for him <laughs> they run over they tackle who they think is the impersonator of mr chan uh, cover him with this tennis net to trap him and they're like okay we got him i think we got him but then mr chan just starts talking and they're like oh <laughs> shit wait that sounds Sorry, like dad, dad. <laughs> and flip is like but are we really sure it's dad and mr chan's like well uh if you essentially like if you want reduced allowance then i'm sure we can <laughs> find out and they're like okay yes we done effed up that it's is Dad, so they release him and i guess maybe do like a general check-in like maybe he's like you guys having fun you guys good anything crazy <laughs> happened while i was in jail no clearly you try to just tackle someone but you say you'd stay out of it right now right what's happening you're, you're, not, you're, you're good all right and i guess maybe the kids also check in with him like everything okay i was jail. Get up in jail i was jail <laughs> <laughs> we uh nancy just broke two tennis rackets <laughs> We were going to bring him to you in jail, but I guess you're here now. So are you here now? So you'll just see him on your bill. Yeah. Um, so after this, the kids, they head into town, I guess, to go for like an early evening stroll. And they come across a jewelry store that happens to be selling black pearls, Ooh, much okay. like the pearls that were stolen from the resort at the beginning of the episode. The ones that started all of this, this whole debacle. Okay. So Flip concludes that the jewelry store owner must be the man impersonating their father and that he is likely, or at least he's in cahoots with him, and okay. that he's likely hiding the rest of the black pearls in his safe in the back. Uh, so. A lot of, who said that flip? Flip. Jumps to a lot of conclusions. Ex like lot. Flipping right into those flipping conclusions. Right in. Flipping right in. <laughs> so, <laughs> so these kids, they devise a plan so genius so cunning mm -hmm. i honestly grace have to say i it's almost a travesty that this plan does not work okay let's hear it. they hop on each other's shoulders yes! and cover themselves in a long draping dress yes oh a dress in this, a dress not not a trench coat this time it's like Ooh. a nice you know it's got like flowers and stuff on it summer like pink Hawaiian. exactly i think nancy's on top oh this here we go nancy's this is her they time included to shine. Her? oh god okay they included her nancy <laughs> don't fuck, fuck this up nancy fuck it up nance put a pin in that <laughs> oh god no she's gonna, no, fuck it she's up gonna right stab now. herself with the pin <laughs> god damn it and then she'll like try to use it to poke a pineapple or something <laughs> to eat so nancy they walk in they're like kind of like hobbling in <laughs> And uh, essentially her whole thing is she's pretending to be a 19 year old because when the guy at the counter initially asks her like, hey, how old are you? She's like, nine, teen, Nance. <laughs> Nancy. One so down. she says, she says she's 19 and then she's inquiring about some black pearls because her fiance would like to get her some. <laughs> okay. 
And the man at the counter, immediately off put by this and clearly not falling <laughs> as for he should it, be. As he should be. Tells her that the only black pearls that he has are the ones in the window. So she thanks the man and says goodbye. And the kids like clumsily fumble their way out okay. of there. And so this group, they get back together in their hotel suite and they attempt to devise another plot to uncover the jeweler's stolen goods or what they think are stolen goods. This poor man. He's like, I'm just trying to work. Okay. I fucking hate tourists. So much. So much. <laughs> like, I don't even know. What do you mean? Do I have look the black pearls are right there? What, do you, what, what else do you, do you want? Say? What do you want me to say? So this time Flip decides to go into the uh, jewelry store on his own, but using their cool watch devices yes. that you mentioned in last week's episode, he like turns it on so Nancy can hear from outside of the jewelry store. Mm-hmm. Once he goes in, he says hi to the, the guy at the counter and that signals for Nancy to tell Choo Choo, who is now hanging out with them, mm-hmm. uh, to make an alarm bell sound from outside of the store. So in addition to okay. being like um, a quarter cat, a quarter dog, <laughs> a quarter mop, mop, and a quarter, I don't know what else, Choo also is like, you know what? He is also an alarm. Like he makes this like siren sound, oh, literally. Oh, good boy. And you can hear it from inside the jewelry store. And when he starts doing it, Flip tells the jeweler that that must be someone trying to break into a safe in the back. And the jeweler, clearly Choo Choo is very convincing okay. because the jeweler freaks out and is like, oh my God, you're right. So he runs to the back to check on the safe uh-huh. and Flip follows him. But as the man is like rifling through all the belongings and the shit in the safe to see if everything is still there, uh-huh. Flip is like right up on him, like over his shoulder looking. And he's like, <gasps> have you checked on the black pearls yet? <laughs> like breathing down this poor man's neck. <gasps> and oh, the man is like, God. I don't have any other black pearls. Why is everyone asking me about it's like, this? Why are you back here, child? I know. This is the this is like the private secure area. Who have I need he, this man needs co-workers. He needs help. Truly. He needs help. Truly. Um, this is clearly just like a mom and pop jeweler. He thought like, oh, I'll sell upcharge jewelry, just like kind of <laughs> cheap shit to all the tourists and everything. Well, you know, these the Chan kids. kids are about to make him question his whole business. Yeah, he's retired so, after this. Yeah. So after he tells uh, Flip that he doesn't have any other black pearls, Flip's just like, okay, bye, and runs out of there, like grabs Choo Choo and Nancy, and they run back to the resort. So essentially, they have no evidence on this guy or anything other than the (laughs) fact that he's got these black pearls. They're still sus on him, thinking merely, or maybe he's just telling mere lies. Like, Hmm. the storefront is just a front (laughs) for this whole operation. So... Last but not least, Group 4, which isn't actually a group. Well, well, it kind of is. It's good old Mr. Chan himself. And uh, I guess the local law enforcement and some of Mr. Chan's own reinforcements. So after all of the events of this wild day, going (laughs) in and out of jail, being accused of multiple thefts, being attacked (laughs) by your children, being framed by your other children, (laughs) et cetera. (laughs) What a day it's been. God God. damn, I thought this was supposed to be a nice Hawaiian resort weekend. Yep. (laughs) 
like, do not tell so, your mother about this. Please do not. Oh my God. She'll never let me see you again. <laughs> so after this wild day, Mr. Chan is enjoying a well-deserved rest. He's just calmly sitting in a nice lounge chair in the hotel lobby, quietly mm-hmm. reading the daily paper, just enjoying his time. But of, of course, again, his peace is interrupted. This time when he is approached by the resort manager. <laughs> And Mr. Chan, at first, when he sees him, he's nervous, like, oh, God, this dude's totally about to kick me and my kids out of here. Because we've <laughs> oh, got just, the bail, the boat, the scuba bail, gear, the tennis courts. The, we fucked up your bellhops, Luau, and engagement. I'm sure he's yeah. not. This is, this is wild. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but the resort manager's like, no, 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 Mr. Chan, you're fine. Like, I know you're innocent. You and your mm. family are safe and can stay here as long as you want until your innocence is proven. So the manager, he leaves Mr. Chan to continue reading his paper. Mr. Chan kind of gets an idea, though, and he decides to run to a nearby payphone. And he makes a call to uh, someone. We don't see who this person is yet, but he appears to be asking this person for a favor, asking if they could they could get here right away, essentially, and saying, yes, that would be fine. And I can't wait to see you. Okay. so. Let's move into our conclusion in the way that Mr. Chan will set the final trap and okay. use these clues from his children, perhaps, to figure out who is who's to blame here. Okay. The next morning, we see a woman by the name of Miss Van Ingley, and she's like this middle-aged, brown-haired woman in, in Hawaii, mind you, wearing a fur shawl and like white gloves. <laughs> she's like i am rich (laughs) i am rich and to add on to that very large attention grabbing gold jewelry like Mm, very big necklace and earrings i am rich rich i'm very rich everyone i'm van ingley not just ingley (laughs) van ingley so she's checking into this resort for a stay But before she makes her way to her suite, which the manager loudly announces is room 346, so everyone can hear, uh, before she can make her way there, she shows pretty much everyone in the hotel lobby the suitcase full of precious jewels that she has brought with her on her travel. She, like, opens it up on the desk in front of the the manager. You just see, like, glistening, shining everything all in the manager's face. The manager literally, his jaw dropped. He's like damn okay looking at this shit and it's it's actually really funny when you watch it it's like a 10 second scene where it just like shows every single person's reaction like, to she looking at is rich <laughs> like you see the bellhop staring you see the maid staring you see the scuba divers walk in in their scuba gear staring the manager <laughs> okay. staring random like shysty eyes from behind the manager's Ooh. door staring okay so it's like all these different suspects are just like noticing that this woman has this jewelry this lavish luxurious jewelry and again the manager is just announced to the world that she's in room (laughs) three four six okay so the bellhop comes over to get her stuff but the manager first asks her like uh would you prefer keeping your jewels in the hotel vault like that looks pretty expensive yeah but Miss Van Ingley, she declined, saying, well, Mr. Chan's here, right? So as long as he's here, I don't think I should be worried about what happens to my stuff. He'll okay. he'll watch out for it. Okay. 
girl, he's sounds on like she is not. Yeah, first of all, but also sounds like she's not. She's new. Okay, she didn't know <laughs> what happened here not yesterday. Know what happened yesterday. <laughs> no, she did not read the news. But as one could suspect, based on the prior events that night, we see Mister Chan sneakily shuffling through the halls of this hotel and making his room or making his way to room three, four, six. And he walks right on in and gets to grab in the jewelry, of course. Uh, but when he looks out of the room's window, like he just looks up, a police officer is just standing there, like <laughs> looking straight up at him on the third floor. I don't <laughs> know. Question. I was like, wait. He's like Wanted? on a ladder, just like leaning up against it. Just <laughs> a ladder. At it. Someone holding it at the bottom. Yeah. Another police officer. Yeah. <laughs> the rookie. Um, so then uh mr chan or this man impersonating mr chan quickly turns around to make his make a break for it but the door is blocked by the real mr chan his entire brood and miss van (laughs) hingley so Uh like there's no getting out there's like 12 people blocking jump out the window it's probably safer (laughs) <laughs> two cops versus t- 11 chans in this Van Ingley and yeah. Choo Choo. Uh, I think I know which one I want to take. <laughs> so at this point, the gang, they're like shocked by the uncanny resemblance between this imposter and the real Mr. Chan. Mm-hmm. So, Grace, who do you think is under this mask? So all of those, the list of people essentially who I said were checking out her jewels in the lobby okay. is the list of suspects. So I have two two things. I mm-hmm. uh, who I would like it to be and who I think it is. I would like it to be the scuba people simply because I think that chase would have been the most fun because I love diving. And so yes. as soon as you said it, I was like, I'm on team scuba dive as getaway. Mm-hmm. But I think it. Oh, shoot. No, I was going to say it was the maid, but no, because she ran out of the room as they saw the guy in the elevator. So I think it was the bellhop and he was doing all these jewels because his now ex-fiance had high taste and he Mm -hmm. as a bellhop could not afford this wedding that they were putting on. Mm-hmm. And thus, I think it was the bellhop and he was trying to get that money so he could put on this big destination wedding for this diva. Mm-hmm. And now it was a very jail. nice ring that Stanley stole and <laughs> single from the bellhop. All right. Well, I wish you were correct. Damn it. But is it? it is none other than the resort manager. Oh, I didn't even I forgot about him. It's okay because who would have guessed? Because yes, the bellhop, similar size, similar frame. Yeah. So how do you explain and this? And the kids didn't well, like investigate him. I know. So they were all, again, distractions to make <laughs> the manager think he that was in the clear. <laughs> smart. So kids. Mr. Chan. Mr. Chan, he literally presses just a button on this guy's suit and uh-huh. like it deflates entirely. <laughs> that suit. Yeah. And then the man like takes off the ha- hat and the mask mustache. and reveals himself to be the thin, small, gray haired, needle mustache oh white man that he is. He looks nothing <laughs> like Mr. Chan. And so the manager's like, Who tipped you off, Chan? Oh, yeah. And Mr. Chan responds, you did, sir. Which he's still so polite, so kind he's to this so professional, criminal. Always. Yeah, sir. Um, 
And this is an interesting bit. When I talked about how great the show is for even its continuity errors and stuff earlier, uh-huh. at this point, Henry chimes in and he's like, hey, yeah, that rubber tube that we found in the car suggesting that this is the clue that tipped off the Chans or tipped off Mr. Chan Uh because Mr. Chan is in like exactly like that's what tipped it off. Uh Here's the thing. Did we ever see that happen? I've watched this episode so many times (laughs) and rewound so many times specifically (laughs) because of that one line there. I was like, wait, when did I miss a rubber tube? When did I? There was nothing about a rubber tube in this episode. In the car, ever. Like, I'm pretty sure that the writers had it in there at one point, but they had to, like, cut it out in post to meet, like, the broadcasting time limit. They were like, no, 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 we got about the later Nancy reference. eating the pineapple and the tennis rackets on her feet. It's we imperative. need this chase. We need this chase with the tribal mask-wearing guy right, to literally that be five in? minutes long. <laughs> We need we need the shot of Miss Van Ingley showing off her jewelry to literally be 15 whole seconds. 15 <laughs> of silence. Seconds of wow, look, a rubber tube. How'd that get What's here? Anyways. <laughs> like you don't even have to explain what the tube does. Just like acknowledge the tube. There's nothing about a tube in the car in this entire episode. They must have forgot about the later reference and just went with it. 70s animation, lawless. We're going with it. We're going with it. It's gonna, it's gotta be on TV in two like hours. Jam kids, lawless. Yes. Yes. There are no rules. Just keep it going. We'll edit it in post. Oh shit, our editing made it worse. Oh no, keep this it going. So there's only one season. Yes. Okay. Good. So cool. As viewers, the only clues we have. And not as writers on the inside. The only clues <laughs> we have job. are that, that the culprit obviously had access to all of these hotel rooms. Okay. And that the manager didn't want the chance to leave the resort, knowing one that the, that oh. Mr. Chan was a possible threat to other guests. Like that's a huge red flag and light for liability, like as a resort yeah. manager, like for the hotel and for you personally, <laughs> like, you know, this man has been committing crimes here and you're still going to like, let him frolic among your guests. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, if any of your guests get robbed now, that's on you. Yeah. One. And two, uh, th- this pretty much like suggests that the manager was certain that Mr. Chan himself was not doing the, yes. the robbing because he was like yeah you can stay because yeah, he knew like, like yeah fine. mr chan is not the threat i am so You're like right. yeah so and uh, two sides of one coin essentially yeah um, and i yeah. guess that he was even like oh shoot okay chan's kind of on my tail just keep it in the vault or something mm-hmm. or then we're exactly for him to steal and or to be like uh get him off my yeah. case look i'll offer to keep them safer exactly i think at that point he knew he's like something this seems a little too good to be true i don't know if i want to break into this woman's yeah. room to get these ones it would be way better if i could just snatch them from the yeah. vault wow um and also because as we find out too so alice she jumps in and says it's like super lucky that miss van ingley was there with her jewels so that they could catch the criminal uh-huh. but miss van ingley actually informs the kid that mr chan okay. called her last night before to help him stage so that phone call he made was to miss van ingley they're yeah. former associates of some sort and they used her jewelry He's as been a bait. client of hers for exactly mr. <laughs> 
So I was going to say, I think that the manager knew maybe that Miss Van Ingley knew Mr. Chan. So he was really thinking mm. like, oh, shit, they're closing in on me. Yep, yep, yep. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, so the resort manager, he gets arrested and the Chans continue their luxurious Hawaiian resort Ooh, vacation. Hey. And- wow. <sighs> wow. That was a journey. A journey. To Hawaii. <laughs> to Hawaii. And beyond. <laughs> also of like re-weekends with dads, like when they go on vacations with like moms, like with their mom, they just like truly are like harassing all of the other like resort guests <laughs> being like, tell me what you know. This is how we vacation, right, mom? Yeah, right? This is what we do. The mom's like, I'm so sorry. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> and then also, I haven't seen that really popular show white lotus but i'm just gonna assume this is what it is now (laughs) uh, see so i didn't know i for some reason i didn't think you had seen it yet i love i fucking love that show it's so so good and it's all i could think about (laughs) that and the whisper scatting another show with great intro music by the way white lotus in a totally different way in the show (laughs) but i assumed that this was the plot of white lotus and white lotus just ripped off of season one season one in hawaii the whole time there i wanted to make so many white lotus references (laughs) but i was like this episode's gonna be like two hours long if i do that because (laughs) every other line i can make exactly i was like i gotta check with her to see first if she (laughs) even watched it i didn't but thank you for acknowledging that yes so many things i was like oh damn it no i I won't say anything since you haven't watched it i won't get it spoil anything listeners will know probably they'll know and also highly recommend watching it if you uh have not those seasons are fantastic um yeah anyway yeah um wow great job what a wild ride what a wild thank you yeah yeah you know it's these globe trotting chan kids just wow well anyway it'll continue next week we've got another fun investigation much much more to come with this amazing amazing family um but until then grace who should listeners and viewers tell about this podcast uh i think if you're you know a lot of places we are it's really cold we're all Mm -hmm. craving some sunshine and warmth wishing we could go on vacay Mm -hmm. so if you're on vacation tell your uh, tell the staff wherever you're staying if you're staying at a hotel or something uh let the let the bellhop know be like look i'm not like the other tourists who are making you pick up their heavy bags of gems yeah i'm like i'm carrying my own bag um mm-hmm. why listen to this podcast while you're carting rich people's stuff up and downstairs that's yeah. my tip for you i don't have cash to give you but Here's the podcast show. Podcast, enjoy yeah. it. Yeah, you're welcome. Nice. nice. And uh, so after you tell the bell hop, then go and tell the resort manager too. Nice. And be like, I really hope you're not like this resort manager or <laughs> like any of the resort managers in the White Lotus. <laughs> it's really oh giving God, resort managers a bad day. The media yeah. these days. Yes, yes. It's got to be tough for them out there now. Yeah, uh, yeah so tell them wrap. too. Yeah. Amazing. Great. Great job. And until then, till next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Saturday Morning Mysteries. If you enjoyed this episode, please share, rate, review, leave us a like, and drop a comment. We post episodes every Saturday and bonus tune tangents whenever we feel like it. So please subscribe so you don't miss the shenanigans. 
And if you want to follow us on YouTube, click the bell under the YouTube subscribe button to receive notifications when new videos are posted. And if you want to subscribe to the podcast, we have no idea what you're listening to us on. So just hit the big subscribe button on whatever app you're using. We, we believe in you. Give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Mist, all the abreeds, and let us know if you have any episode or show requests by emailing SaturdayMorningMysteries at gmail.com. Thanks to Jenna Kendall for the logo design and to Ava Sakiki for the music used during this week's episode. See y'all groovy kids next week on Saturday Morning Mysteries.